Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. With the Home Depot, decorating your home is now easier than ever before. Start by heading to HomeDepot.com where you can shop everything for every room. Browse thousands of furniture pieces and decorative accents to fit any style. So I've been loving shopping from Home Depot forever, obviously, but I love their home decor stuff and I'm decorating my space. I just moved, as many of you guys know, and I got these really cool hand-woven decorative wall baskets and a set of these two pillows that I think will be perfect in my space. And they just have so many options on the website. I was honestly blown away. I didn't know that they had so many home decor pieces. You can explore bedding and bath linens, kitchenware, and small appliances all at the right prices. Whether you're going for a brand new look, a seasonal refresh, or simply a few finishing touches, the Home Depot has all the pieces you need. And the best part, shop today and you'll get free and flexible delivery with easy returns. Plus, for a limited time, you can save even more on the styles you love when you use the code GALSONTHEGO10 at checkout. Find exactly what you're looking for and more at homedepot.com slash decor. Valid on select items online only. Free delivery on select items, $45 or more. Visit homedepot.com for more information. Total Wine & More announces points with a purpose. Now through September 13th, collect five times points on wines and spirits. Points earned equals a matching donation to local charities, up to $2 million in total. Shop with us today or visit TotalWine.com. Terms and conditions apply. So you guys know Danielle and I love LaCroix sparkling water. LaCroix delivers refreshment, flavor, and sparkle with an innocent twist of zero calories, zero sweeteners, and zero sodium. There are actually 27 LaCroix flavors. That's actually crazy, you guys. The newest additions to their family are Lemoncello and Pastique um, with a European finesse and unique flavor and innovation. These are some new, exciting flavors. They're really, really good, you guys. I also love LaCroix because all their sparkling waters are gluten-free, vegan, kosher, non-GMO, Whole30 approved and environmentally friendly. LaCroix cans are actually sustainable and recyclable, and they're actually the first on the market to be produced without a BPA liner. That's huge. So you guys can enjoy LaCroix sparkling water. It's a healthier alternative for you and your lifestyle. I also really like the hibiscus flavor. I like using it as a mixer, or I've been like laying out by my pool, just bringing one of those out there. It's kind of like a little bit different than just regular water kind of fun to switch it up. And if you guys are interested in seeing a full list of retailers, you can visit www.lacroixwater.com or join them on social at LaCroixWater, L-A-C-R-O-I-X Water. What is up? Welcome back to Gals on the Go. I'm so excited for this episode today. This is Brooke Solo Dolo, if you want to say that. Um, So we're missing Danielle today, but it's just because I honestly just have a a good bit of ground I feel like I want to cover with you guys, and I didn't want to bore Danielle with my details, but at the same time, I feel like it is going to be really exciting. You guys have been asking a ton of questions on what's going on in my life. Um, And I just want to provide all the updates. And also, I was reflecting recently, and I graduated from college, you guys, like a year ago, pretty much exactly, like a year and a week by the time this episode goes up. I'm staring at my beautiful diploma on the wall right now, very proud. But I cannot believe that it has been a full year of me being post-grad. And I wanted to kind of talk through some of the things I've learned, lessons, um, what this year has overall been like for me, as well as just like life changes, moving, all of those questions that I know a lot of you guys do have. I wanted to 
cover a little bit of everything in this episode, but I'm happy to have all of you guys here supporting. Um, you guys know, as per always, you can always follow along at Gals on the Go podcast on Instagram. We've been doing such a fun job of like switching up the content, making it like super interactive and cool for you guys. So definitely go check out the page. I think it would benefit you guys all to follow. And I asked you guys on there to like tell me what you wanted to hear me talk about, I guess. So we're always connecting with you guys on there. And that's also where we announce merch and things like that first. Um, We get a lot of questions, you know, oh, I didn't know about the merch drop. I didn't know. We're always announcing things like that on not only Danielle and I's personal accounts, which are (laughs) at Brooke Mitchell and at Danielle Carolyn, which you should follow, but on the Gals on the Go page is like kind of where all of that information is centrally located. So speaking of merch, we want to thank you guys so much for the incredible support on last week's merch drop. We did another round of the blue and green tie-dye hoodies. We're we kind of do our merch. If you guys have probably noticed if you've been with us for a little bit or maybe you're new. If you're new, welcome to Gals on the Go, you guys. What a fun episode to kind of jump in on. Um, but basically, we do our merch in drops because it's just for inventory reasons. We don't want to have everything just like sitting in inventory. It's kind of like a selfish reason, I guess. But um, uh, there is a, a good bit of delayed shipping. We've been getting so many questions from you guys. You know, I ordered the merch a few weeks ago. Where is it? Um, everything is delayed a few weeks, up to a month even, just in terms of processing. When it actually ships, it will get to you like pretty quickly, but just the processing time. And people are saying, I didn't order, I didn't receive my order confirmation. Like the money didn't come out of my account, whatever it is. Um, that's all completely normal. If you got like the confirmation page that you ordered the merch, it will come eventually. But we are living through this pandemic and we had a little bit of a warehouse glitch, but all is good. Not like, I don't want to say like glitch, but it's all good. So thank you guys so much on the support. Um, we're going to be doing more merch drops and we have some really cool stuff kind of in the works that we're working on and getting pumped about. So keep up with us on socials to see what's new. But honestly, we cannot thank you guys enough for your love and consideration. We know that these times are tough and especially financially. So the fact that you guys are supporting us just it does not go unnoticed, seriously. Um, and while I'm just going on a tangent, I guess, about thank yous, we want to say thank you guys so much for the support on the last episode. Danielle and I are trying to branch out into some new topics and new conversations after we did our like episode kind of opening up. I think we've both just gotten a lot more comfortable on the podcast and speaking about things more candidly. Not that we haven't before, but real stuff, you know, things that are actually prevalent in our lives and not just like productivity tips and stuff because all of that is so fun. And I think it's so important to stay motivated during these times. But at the same time, there's more to life than that. So we're really excited um, to see everybody's support on all that. But um, I think that's really it for all of the updates, merch, socials, just me today. And we're going to just honestly just have a nice candid chat. And I hope that it will be fun for you guys. So let's hop into the highlight of the week. So yeah, my highlight, I guess, is just a good series of days in general. Um, It's been a productive, but honestly, just a good week in quarantine. I think everybody has their good weeks and bad weeks. For me, it's just been days like I'll have a, you know, a sequence of like three or four really bad days. And then I'll have, you know, a bunch of weeks of being really positive. Um, but I helped my mom with a ton of work stuff this week. She had a bunch of stuff going on with work. If you guys saw on Instagram or whatever, um, got to work on some exciting projects moving forward, which you guys will probably learn more about in the next like month or two that kind of have to do with our show and stuff like that. Um, and side projects. I'm just like beaming because I'm just so thankful that I get to do what I love and like have such exciting stuff going on. And it's all thanks to you guys, obviously. So overall, really good week. I think I'm just 
really i'm back home on long island if i didn't say that the last episode we recorded i was in boston at my apartment and then i came back here last weekend um i am really thankful to be back here honestly i think taking a break and like doing the whole isolation thing on my own really opened my eyes to realizing that i'm not missing anything there's no fomo right now like i i I think that I was in this big, huge rush to get back to Boston because I was like, my life is just normal there and that's where I thrive and that's where I'm productive and that's where, you know, things get done. But the world is kind of at a pause right now. And that is something that it's taken me, I guess, a few months to kind of accept. And, you know, most of my friends that I know from college and whatnot, like a lot of people have moved back in with their families and a lot of people are slowing down and, you know, I, it's not normal to me that I'm 23 and like I'm living at home. This was never a part of my plan, but I, you know, plans are kind of out the window right now. And I think I kind of hit that stage of acceptance. I hit the stage of acceptance a while ago, but then I was antsy to leave again. And then now I'm like, Brooke, like there's literally nothing. I also did the isolation thing for a week by myself and I was simply really sad and I did not enjoy it. So while my family, of course, sometimes I'm like, you guys are being too loud or you're annoying or my brother and I get into dumb fights over such stupid stuff. It's never anything like actually meaningful. It will just be over like, you know, stupid brother sister arguments. But I'm just so much more appreciative of being here now. So I think if you guys have been bickering with your families or whatever, like just realize the privilege, I guess, and like the time. And I know that it's so hard to look at it that way, but, um, you know, it's all going to be okay. And this is not permanent. And I think that's another thing that I've been coming to terms with too is like in a few months from now, this really will pass. Hopefully a few months. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't know. I have a timeline, but this is not permanent. So you might as well appreciate it for what it is. My parents said it. They were like, one day you're going to look back on this and be like, that was so crazy. My mom was like, one day we'll tell your grandkids like, oh, can you imagine Brooke? Like when my grandkids or when my kids, I guess, are my age, my mom was like, I want to tell your kids like, oh my gosh, when you, when, when um you were your mom's age or whatever, like she had to move back in home. Like, can you imagine how that went? I was like, this is going to be such a crazy like piece of the story to just kind of tell for generations to come and things like that so i've been trying to journal and like capture my feelings and obviously through the vlogs and stuff i think that will be so cool and podcast and everything so i think that's gonna be so cool it's like a literal we're living through history right now you know so i think it'll be really cool to look back on all these times um although they aren't easy so trust me i get it you guys but been doing a lot better um i guess kind of focusing on things that bring me joy, which we can get into like later in the episode, but reflecting on my privilege, I guess, to have, you know, my healthy family and this beautiful house and a pool that I could sit by and I have a car and I could take a drive and I live by the water. I could go over there too. Um, And I have, you know, so many friends I could give a call to if I'm truly feeling down. And I really do recognize my privilege in all of those aspects now. And sometimes it takes reflecting on that to realize it like I said you know the fact that I had to go back to my apartment and be alone for a week and be like nah this ain't it you know you live and you learn and I'm very stubborn sometimes I just need to learn things the hard way Uh, so anyways now we'll do a quote this is Danielle's favorites um like segment I guess she loves the freaking quote I've been sometimes I'm like oh dude do we have to do the quote and she's like I love it like I think it's so sweet and so fun and some weeks I'm into it and some weeks I'm not but I'm really into it when I'm something to say or something that I'm really passionate about that kind of like connects with the lessons I've been learning in life that week I know that sounds deep but this has also been a huge time of reflection 
of the past and everything because it really compresses your feeling or compounds your feelings quarantine and all that stuff i don't know am i making sense okay so we'll do the quote so i think i've said this before but mine is it's simple it's just comparison is the thief of happiness and it's true you could literally be thriving you could be doing well in so many elements and then you you know go on instagram and you see these girls with girls or guys you know this is just i'm gonna say it from my point of view I see these girls with killer bodies and, you know, stable relationships, we'll say. And they have like such a beautiful, you know, coordinated friend group that they're in quarantine with or whatever it is. And it's like, I was doing just fine. I was, you know, chilling, working, like being so thankful for my life. And then I go on Instagram or I go on Twitter or any form of social media, or I just think about other people. Even sometimes watching vlogs does this for me, which it should be the opposite. Like you should watch people that bring you joy. And it's, I think our brains just kind of go there. Like I don't even consider myself to be like a jealous person because I really am pretty secure in myself and like comfortable with who I am and my personality traits and stuff like that. Of course, there's always room for improvement, but I think everybody subconsciously does this. I remember I did this a lot when I had my nine to five or eight to five job, I would compare myself to other YouTubers and be like, well, you know, if I didn't have to go to an office every day, I would be making all of these type of videos. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, sis, like put your money where your mouth is. So <laughs> I think it's easy to do all those things. And I know um, sometimes when I get comments, um, whether they are meant to be hate comments or not, you know, people will say things like that. They'll be like, unhappy in their life or something and comparing it and be like oh well at least you know you're close with your mom like my mom and I fight all the time or something like that and I honestly do feel for those people so much I can't I'm so lucky that I have such a great relationship with my parents and I recognize that but I'm just saying everybody compares their life in different areas you know what I mean so stop comparing your life your job your financial status I know it's so easy also at this time to see all these youtubers and people like buying all these things and like I know I'm contributing to it too I'm not trying to say that but it's so easy to compare yourself or these YouTubers that are buying these multi-million dollar homes. I do it with that. I'm like, oh my God, they're my age. How is it possible that they're doing so well? And then I have to sit back and realize like, sis, you're doing just fine yourself. Like really, we got to take a breath here. Your quarantine situation, that's a big one. I always compare my quarantine situation. Um, yeah, I, I think the thing to remember is just that you're on your own unique path and that is I wrote effing dope, <laughs> but it really is. No one's path is ever going to be the same as yours. And your life is always going to be different. It's just like, you know, when people say about like your body, like your body's so unique, like you'll never have the same body as anybody else. And it's so true. Like you're going to have, maybe you have freckles, maybe you don't have freckles, maybe you um, have your eyes are closer together, further apart, bigger, smaller. Like, you know what I mean? Everybody just has different features that make them unique. And I think that's for life too. Everyone's path is different. And, you know, not everybody has the same end goal, which is something that I'm realizing too. You know, not everybody's goal in life is to settle down, move to suburbia. Like some people are free spirits and they want to go off and do their own life. And, you know, some people are have an idea of where they want their life to go and some people don't and that's freaking dope it is so dope that no one's on the same path so I have to remind myself many times to stop comparing myself and I'm trying to be better about you know what triggers me to think those ways but at the same time I know that it's something that I have to work on and not I'm not gonna like put that on other people and be like I can't watch these people in a happy relationship because I don't have a happy relationship like that is ridiculous and that's something that I need to work on so Stop comparing yourself. And I, I trust me, you guys, it, I, I do it. 
I'm I'm literally admitting to doing it right now. Um, but it's just been hitting harder, I think, in quarantine, too, because we have more time to reflect. And I think that's why all these people on the Internet randomly are coming out of like left field and like everyone has an opinion on your life. Um, even if you're not like an online presence, you've probably experienced this, too, just because everyone's, you know, internalizing a lot of things and reflecting and whatever. Um, also, I, I wrote this down here too that like if quarantine's affecting your life right now, like I know so many people ha- who have been, you know, that are on unemployment that don't have a job right now that are laid off or that are in between jobs. Or I know so many of you guys just graduated and it's really hard to find a job. And just know that like this whole quarantine situation, like this is going to be part of like your life story and it's going to be something that one day we're like I said when we look back on it and like you're sitting with your kids or just like later in life when you're reflecting on you know what was I doing during the quarantine um it's part of your story now and I think that that is another thing that I don't want to say it's cool because it's not cool to be unemployed like that sucks I'm so sorry but it's it's a part of our story okay that's like what I'll say so don't compare yourself I know it's easier said than done now. It's okay to compare yourself a little bit, but at the same time, don't like let it make you feel bad. Okay. Um, Yeah. I was thinking also like about that quote too in the post-grad sense, because I kind of wanted to touch on like post-grad stuff in this episode. And I dealt with this so much when I was like preparing to graduate college and just the pressure that I put on myself because I thought that it was what society thought of me. Um, because there's always gonna be someone I remember when I was preparing like that last semester of college, you talk to your friends and you see people that are when life is normal. I can't, I don't know what it's like right now, but this was last year, you know, when like the world was open and normal. So 2019, um, I remember I, I knew girls that girls and guys, I guess everybody that were applying for these really cool companies and getting interviews for like sick jobs. And I would compare myself in my head like, oh wow, I applied for that same job and I never heard back. Or I would compare myself and be like, wow, you know, I guess they're just – they're going to just get a better job than me. But then I felt this pressure to like get a good job and get a stable job because I wanted to be able to tell everybody online and tell my parents and tell my friends that like I did it. haha, I got a good job. And I think that there's always going to be someone – that you look at, whether they're your friend or just an acquaintance or someone you know, like literally people you're friends with on Facebook or LinkedIn or something, there's always going to be someone who seems like they have the better, cooler job or that they're making more money post-grad or they're, they have a better relationship than you or they live in like this sick apartment with all their friends. Um, and I've been there where I've seen girls that I graduated from college with that are like the cutest friends. I know this one friend group that I'm thinking of right now. They were in my sorority. They're freaking awesome. I am friends with them. It's just like they're not like my besties. Um, besties, LOL. Um, but I would see all these pictures of them all living together and cooking dinner and laughing and like it was so fun like they you know on Snapchat or whatever and meanwhile I was like crying myself to sleep alone in Boston because I was so sad and like lonely and felt so isolated so stop (laughs) just so you guys know so stop honestly because I was thinking about it was that it was like me versus them and it doesn't have to be that it doesn't have to be that like because other people are happy, you can't be happy, I guess. I'm like just going off right now. But the success of like one person or other people doesn't have to mean that you can't succeed and vice versa. And I think that's a lot of like that goes into a lot of things with social media and like the competition, I guess. Or even post-grad, like it might – I felt like this too. Even with my best, best friends, I put myself in like this indirect competition with them. Like it was like the race of who could get a job first. Like literally my my best friend Maddie – 
totally completely different career fields but i remember she'd be like oh i have an interview today and i i would be stressed then immediately i would be like oh my gosh i i don't have an interview today or it was like the race of you know who could accept a job the fastest and stuff like that and just know that that does not determine your success that does not determine your self-worth and i think it's normal and natural to want to compare yourself that way i'm also like a highly competitive person so that's just like how i roll um but just know that it's you're entering a new phase of your life and there's no pressure and especially during these times like these are unprecedented times so I don't even know. I know a lot of companies are on like hiring freezes and stuff like that. I know people who are trying to, you know, they've been working at their company for a year. So they're due for a promotion or whatever. People that I even worked with in my old job that are like applying for promotions. And a lot of these companies are on hiring freezes. You know, the economy is crazy right now. So we're all going to chill. We're all going to take a breath. And it's so easy to get in a hole of all this stuff at this time. But like, it's going to be okay. And I think that's another thing that I've learned is that it doesn't have to be just because one person is succeeding or someone that you know is killing it, that you're a failure. That is absolutely not it. Like it doesn't need to be that because you know someone who's doing better than you, you're do you're not doing good at all. Absolutely not. And I think I would often do that, you know? Because I was still doing great in Boston. Let's face the facts, you guys. I lived in my own apartment. Like I was really killing it, but I looked at these girls who lived with their best friends and all had really like nice stable jobs in Atlanta and Honestly, in the scheme of life, we were all doing great. But for some reason, I made it like a me versus them thing in my head, which is just like weird that our brains go there. So just know that everything's okay. Everything's going to be okay. Post-grad right now is crazy. And give yourself grace. So comparison is the thief of happiness. I like tweeted something like that last week because I was going off. We are so excited to introduce Blender Bomb as a sponsor of our show. I'm so excited about this, you guys. I've been wanting to try them for the longest time, and they are totally worth the hype. So what is a Blender Bomb? It's a nutrient-dense bomb that is made up of real ingredients that turn your smoothie into complete protein. So these have like chia seeds, hemp seeds, flax seeds, or different kinds of nuts. I personally did the nut-free kind, and it's made with like sunflower seeds. They are delicious, you guys. You can toss one in the blender and use like the rest of your normal smoothie ingredients, and it blends right up and makes like this incredible incredible consistency. I also like to just eat them plain. They also have really cool other products like bomb butter. Really like this too, you guys. Bomb butter is the world's first smoothie butter, whereas the blender bomb adds the right nutrients. Bomb butter adds the fiber and the flavor to your smoothie. It's made up of like flax, raw honey, vanilla, coconut, and sea salt. You guys should use them because they encourage people to like move away from protein powders because those have like a ton of synthetic smoothie additives and stuff like that. But instead, blender bombs are using whole real foods that help stabilize your blood sugar. I actually feel like really full and satisfied after I snack on these two, you guys. So these ingredients are going to help you from spiking your blood sugar when you have a smoothie with fruit and kind of help like curb sugar cravings, which is what I've noticed as well. This was all founded by a gal herself. We love her, Helen Hall, aka at Hush Up and Hustle. And her mission is to lead people to a healthier yet more balanced lifestyle. So these are really great products, you guys. And we are so excited to have them as a sponsor of the show. You can check out their whole line of healthy smoothie products like granola, bomb butter, and bomb drizzle. And you guys can order them online at blenderbombs.com and receive 20% off your first order by using the code GALS at checkout. So go to blenderbombs.com and receive 20% off your first order by using code GALS at checkout. I really like the nut-free products, you guys. I think you'll really enjoy them too. Um, so now we'll talk about a favorite. These are a few of my favorite thing, thing, thing. Myself, one of my favorite things. 
this is like my favorite segment because I love talking about stuff and products and podcasts and movies and books and whatever. Um, but my favorite right now, I think I might have said is my favorite at one point, but it is actually my iPad. So actually, I go through phases with my iPad. I think many people do because I'm so lucky. Obviously, I have like a computer. I even have a bigger computer. And I do most of my you know video editing and heavy duty stuff on my laptop that the iPad is just kind of like what for lack of a better phrase like what do you use it for because it kind of it is like a mini computer but then it's like you also have your phone that you could do stuff from too if you want to text people back or whatever you know you could probably do that from your phone listen to music you could probably do it from your phone so what do you use your ipad for um pretty much everything you guys it's a screen so you know you could watch uh youtube netflix for it i've personally been loving reading on my ipad um i also use it for business stuff i have this really cool case that has a little keyboard on it so i love taking it outside and like sitting on my back porch on the table and like replying to emails out there just to switch it up and kind of rediscovering old items is like a really cool thing to do at this time so i had my ipad just like in my apartment in boston i didn't even bring it home the first time because i was like, oh, I'll just be home for a few weeks. Um, obviously, that didn't happen. But I've been reading and I really like it as just a screen. Like I said, like it's so big and crisp and clear. And I think you guys, I just have the iPad from I got this closer to the end of last year. Um, honestly, I wasn't going to talk about this, but I'm just going to sneak it in here because I don't know how many people actually listen to the podcast. I mean, no, I know how many people listen to the podcast. That's not it. Um, But I actually got this iPad from Apple and that was like a company. I never like formally worked with them, but like I did like a little press trip with them and they didn't gift me the iPad, but they're like loaning it to me. So that's why, because I never really talked about like the acquisition, I feel like of this iPad and people were like, oh, you're just out here like buying iPads and stuff. Um, No, but this isn't sponsored. I wish it was. Um, But I did like get this iPad, I guess. So this is, they're, so they launched the Pro, I guess, which was like so expensive, you guys. That was like the price of a computer. I was like, that is out of budget. Um, <laughs> but then this one, I think, is around $300, which is still totally a premium price, expensive. But at the same time, to get an Apple iPad and it's huge. The screen is like the biggest ever. Um, I do have the Apple Pencil. I honestly don't even use it that much, but I do really like the case that comes with it. I really just snuck that in there. Um, <laughs> I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that. I like could get sued. I don't think so. It, I like really wasn't supposed to talk about it, but I feel like it's been like a year and like I haven't really heard much from them since. I know that they they like work with people per, like somewhat consistently, but you're not supposed to talk about like your experiences of working with them because they want everything to be like super organic and like they obviously never paid me to do anything. They just like whatever. So that was really dope. That was probably that was the coolest company that I've ever done anything with. Obviously, I've been using Apple since I was like <laughs> I think I was in like sixth grade when I got my first MacBook and that's when I started doing YouTube and stuff because I was like doing uh, – actually, no. I, I started on Windows because I used Windows Movie Maker but then I upgraded to the MacBook and I had iMovie and I felt so sick. That's when I like really got into YouTube. So yeah, I love the iPad right now. Um, I think it's normal to go through phases with stuff like that and that's obviously such a privileged thing to say like, oh, you know, I'll use my iPad for a little bit and then I'll stop. But like it's just like rediscovering something new again. I've also been rediscovering, if I'm going to throw in a second favorite here, my Nurse Jamie Uplift Roller. Um, so I know people love like jade rollers and things for their face and I've used a bunch of them. I've used like rose quartz rollers and things like that. But the Nurse Jamie one has like these little – I don't want to call them spikes, but basically it's like a smooth roller and then they have like these little um, 
they they aren't like spikes but that's what they look like just google it nurse jamie uplift roller it looks you're gonna be like brooke what the heck is this it looks like a like a torture device but it's so soothing on the skin especially during these times too like it's getting warmer outside and it always feels really cool because it's like kind of like a stainless steel finish that's what it feels like at least in my hands i don't know like the actual material of it but i love it and like rolling it on my neck and everything and then i put on my products and i feel so luxurious just taking that extra time for the self-care um, so that's another like self-carry favorite, but that's just another thing that I was like cleaning out my apartment in Boston and was like, why is this in this box up here when I used to use this thing every day? So I started using it every day again. And that's just like, you know, how life goes, I guess. <laughs> wow. I really wasn't planning on telling you guys like the whole story of all of that stuff, but that's really it, I guess, for um, highlights I didn't even talk about a little well Danielle and I kind of like stopped doing low lights because we we're like this time is honestly just a giant low light so we really wanted to focus on the positive and like quotes and stuff like that but I wanted to now talk about just life updates because this is probably the number one question that I'm getting right now because uh, I did a life update video on YouTube and once again everything changes I feel like I say one thing and then just things go the opposite way and that's just typically how things go in my life especially during these unprecedented times you know everything's changing but I'll just give you a quick recap of the past two weeks. Um, so I went back to Boston, I guess not last weekend, but the weekend before on a Friday. And I was there for a few days when I started to realize like, wow, this is pretty pretty lonely, um, not seeing anybody. And I honestly, I went through some things like we talked about. It doesn't really, it's not like one thing led to another. I'm not going to say that like, because someone hurt my feelings or whatever. It like led me to make these decisions. But I think I was just processing everything and like sitting in my apartment alone in this state that I just didn't want to be in anymore. And I was like, why am I paying so much money in rent to be here right now? Like, this is so stupid. So I was originally going to extend my lease through the quarantine and then just move after that. But I decided to kind of speed up the process and put in my 60 days. So that actually puts me moving out of my Boston apartment June 25th-ish if you guys are looking for exact dates, then I know the biggest question now is like, all right, so what are you going to do with all your stuff? When are you moving? Like what, uh, what? So we're going to go up there. I am like using a moving company, but I think my mom and dad will go with me because they're like the pros at all of this. And they've helped me move in college and stuff like that too. And I'm just going to go ahead and put all my stuff in storage actually. So like I'll get a moving company to move it and put it in the storage unit. And then when it's time for me to move to a new place, I will take all that stuff and move it well, then the moving company will move it. I'm hoping that this all together collectively will be cheaper than me just paying rent for my stuff to just kind of sit there because I basically decided like, all right, for the rest of the quarantine and beyond, I'm just going to move home um, for now, I guess. So I'm on Long Island and that's where I'll permanently be. We're going to go up for a little bit in June to move out my stuff and then I'm going to come back here and honestly be here for a while. I have no plans to move to New York really anytime soon. That would put me like moving to New York in July and I, New York City, I mean, and that's just where I've wanted to move for a really long time now. You guys probably know that. I moved to Boston for a job. If you're new to me and like my life and stuff, um, I moved to Boston because I accepted a job up there, quit that job in like September. Then I was like, all right, like I'll just chill here until my lease is up. And it's time. <laughs> it is time to make a move. So I'm really excited about this, you guys. But at the same time, obviously, um, New York City is the center of the virus right now. And it's just like not a spot really to be. But I'm so lucky that I have this beautiful place to stay with my parents. And so I'm just going to stay here for 
a bit have my stuff in storage and I'll just do like a month to month storage plan. And then when it's time to move, hopefully I'm like going to shoot for end of the summer fall for moving. But at the same time, I'm not going to put all my eggs in one basket because who knows what the state of the world is going to look like. And I'm in no rush. My parents are so happy to have me here. And yeah, I keep like saying these dates. The only date that I really have set right now is just that I will be moving out in June and I'm putting my stuff in storage. I cannot predict when I'll be moving to New York when I'll feel safe doing that. Also, if I wanted to move to New York now, the prices are like really low because um, real estate's like readily available, I think, right now because not many people are moving. However, um, well, a lot of people are moving out of the city, actually. We were told, like, my mom was, like, I was offered, like, a lot of money to have someone, like, come and stay in our house here. But, like, we have nowhere else to go because a lot of people are trying to escape and, like, mo- go to the suburbs, especially during this time because it's, you know, just the center of the virus and it's basically summer now. So we're living it up and we have a pool and stuff. It's just great. I'm really enjoying being here. And, like I said, the whole reset of, like, my mindset and everything was really needed. So I don't know. It's going to be a few months at least. And I've gotten past that point of like the awkwardness of like moving back at home because you know what? We're in unprecedented times. This is a pandemic and I just got to get over it and I don't really care. So in a few months, whenever life is safe and I could actually go physically tour an apartment, I will start looking. But at this point, they're all like video tours and I don't feel comfortable signing a lease, a year lease with something that I didn't get to physically see because I want to make sure that this move, I do it right. And I want to feel really confident in my decision, especially if I'm spending a bunch of money and stuff like that. So yay. Big, big changes, I guess. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I am staying really busy with stuff, I guess. I, oh, I also um, wanted to touch on, I posted this on my Instagram story. I ordered a bike. Um, <laughs> me, Danielle got like the Peloton and I was like, oh, I'm not going to get a Peloton. Like I actually do have a home gym here. Um, we have like a treadmill and an elliptical and stuff like that, but we don't have any bikes. We have a fan bike if you guys know what that is, but it is not anything like a cycling bike. It's very different. It's more of like upper body workout. And I was like, oh, I could rent a bike from a spin studio, but that's not really an option here on Long Island or I could buy a Peloton or I could buy, uh, the soul cycle bike, which is new. They're only shipping it in like New York, New Jersey. And it is literally a soul cycle bike with a screen attached. It looks just like a Peloton swore. I wouldn't do this, but since I'm going to be home here in the suburbs kind of indefinitely, I figured I would just do it for myself and invest in myself and my health and, it will give me something to look forward to. So that's going to come in June and I'll obviously be like vlogging and like posting all my updates with that and stuff like that. Um, but I think that will be really good. I, it's so funny because Danielle got the Peloton. I was like, I'm not going to get one and here I am. But I think everything just changes, you know, the more and more things get extended here. And a lot of people see stuff in the news and they're like, oh, New York starting to get better there. Um, phase one because our governor announced like phase one, but that's not where I live on Long Island. Things are very different. It's not upstate New York. Like it's still pretty bad here. So we're all focusing on things that we could do at home and think whatever, things like that. So yeah, I I think I've just really come to terms with life is just up in the air for everybody right now. Um, I'm not rushing or forcing anything. And honestly, I don't feel any FOMO. Um, it's just really different because I see my friends on Snapchat and things like that that live in Georgia and like their life. I'm not going to say it's back to normal, but it's pretty freaking normal, you guys. They're going to restaurants. They're going to bars. And I just have to remind myself that life is different for at least me in the Northeast living where I live. So I can't really feel those senses of FOMO right now because there's nowhere for me to go, you know, unless I want to go to Georgia. Like they're like, that's the only place where life would be normal. But if I want to 
do what I want to do and move to New York like I've always wanted to do. I just have to be patient with myself and patient with the world and just be thankful for my health and take things slow. And I think it's kind of like a forced relaxation for everybody. And when it is safe to move and like when the world kind of gets the green light again, I'm going to be so rejuvenated and feel so good. And I'm like really looking forward to that. What if I told you you could get high quality, organic and non-GMO groceries delivered to your door for a lot less than what you're paying now and help out families in need? That's what I'm doing since I discovered Thrive Market. As a proud Thrive Market member, I get the products I love and my paid membership provides a free one to someone in need, like a low-income family, teacher, veteran, or first responder. Love that. Thrive Market tailors to over 70 different diets and values like paleo, keto, plant-based, and they deliver the highest quality organic and non-GMO food. They also offer clean beauty, bath products, pet staples, and non-toxic cleaning products. This is seriously great, you guys. I'm a huge fan of Thrive Market. I get all of my products that I would normally get at a grocery store, uh, but I could order them online, which I think is perfect during these times. I also love that the membership does give back to those in need. And I find that I'm actually saving money because Thrive actually helps you save 25 to 50% off traditional retail prices. And they have carbon neutral shipping which is free, over $49. It's huge. So not only do I feel great about getting a deal on my favorite clean organic products, but I also feel great about helping support families who need it the most. So in addition to membership matching, Thrive Market is also matching their donations to their COVID-19 relief fund dollar for dollar. Thrive Market is working 24-7 to make sure members are getting their groceries delivered as fast as possible. And you can learn more about their commitments to customers and membership matching on their website. Considering the times, you guys, I got my order so fast and I'm a huge, huge fan. I cannot recommend this enough. So try Thrive Market and become a member risk-free. Go to thrivemarket.com slash gals on the go. Join today and you'll receive up to $20 in shopping credit towards your first order. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, market.com slash gals on the go to start your risk-free membership and get up to $20 towards your first order. Thrivemarket.com slash gals on the go. I actually saw this tweet. This is by Skylar Marshai. And it says, anyone else feeling weary about making future plans? I have no clue what the next couple of months will look like, let alone the rest of the year. And I really felt that. Um, I saw this and yeah, I've been feeling those feelings too. I'm like, I have no plans. Uh, I'm going to move out my stuff next month. And then like, I don't really have a place to live. I don't have a permanent place of residence anymore. Like I'm back home with my parents. And it totally makes me weird even saying that out loud because this was never a part of my plan ever. You know, when I when I moved out the first time, I was like, this is it. Like, I'm, I'm out. And yet here we are. And that's okay. And I think everybody just needs to realize that it's okay. And I get it too. Like, if you're in one of those states that is open and you're feeling FOMO because you don't want to go out or something, like, you don't have to feel that way either. Just because your state is open doesn't mean you necessarily have to go back to normal right now. Like I know a lot of these places are slowly reopening. I honestly just feel like a sense of anxiety for when the world does start to open because I'm like, how is it going to just be that one day we can just live like normal again after all of these months of isolation? I mean, it's weird for me to think about. And that's okay if you feel weird about it too. Oh, I also did want to say um, – that I am going to start doing online therapy. BetterHelp is one of our sponsors and I've been pushing it off for the longest time. And so many of you guys have really encouraged me to do it, especially uh, with recent events and just processing things and being better to myself, I think. And I've always prioritized me, but like I really truly want to do it. I did. I tried therapy one time after high school, like end of high school. So my senior year. So that was like, what, five years ago now? 
and it was not for me just the therapist was not a good match um but I'm going to try it on better help. And I've already messaged back and forth with the girl and like talked about my goals and stuff. And I haven't had my first session or anything, but I do want to keep you guys updated on how that goes because I'm really looking forward to that and like investing in me at this time. And I guess kind of some other stuff that I'm doing to focus on me is because I think it's so important at this time, if you are socially distancing or you're at home like me, maybe with your family or especially if you're on your own, you got to keep yourself occupied because you will just drive yourself into insanity and isolation. And I feel so much for all of you guys that are alone now, even after doing it for one week, I was like, how, how? Um, so I really do feel for you guys. So I'm keeping myself busy with work stuff. Like I said, the new projects that we're going to announce in a month or so, this moving stuff. I'm just like looking forward to brighter days ahead. Um, even though I'm not like making any moves on apartments, it's really exciting for me to go on street easy and look at these apartments and like have something to look forward to and like, you know, planning out things like that. And I'm not even making any crazy purchases or anything, but just planning sometimes is fun going on Pinterest and planning what life will look like after the pandemic or like the outfits you're going to wear, like looking forward to those brighter days ahead is thrilling, truly. Um, I've been trying new things. Like I said, um, especially reading, I've been reading on my iPad. If you guys have any book recommendations, I'm really into like self-helpy books, please reach out via DM. Um, also been getting out in nature. I'm not a huge nature person, but been trying to go for some like walks outside and sit by the pool and enjoy the sunshine, the beautiful weather. Cause it really has just been beautiful. Also, because I am home with my family, I'm so lucky to have them. I have been spending time with my family. And, you know, it's like I said, it's not always perfect. No family is ever perfect. I think it's so easy to see these people. Also, that's another thing I see on TikTok, you know, all these families that like are doing these dances together. And I'm like, there's no way you guys are always that happy together. You know what I mean? Like, if I tried to coordinate my whole family for a TikTok dance, it just simply wouldn't happen. And it's not because they aren't supportive or whatever. It's just not their thing. And I just have to get past that. But I think it's, a really great time to do that. You know, we're going to look back on this one day and to be able to tell our future families and stuff, you know, I moved back in, but like in what other world I, I, like I said, when I moved out the first time, uh, like a year ago, I guess when I moved to Boston, I was like, I'm probably never going to move back home again. Um, unless I run out of money, I guess, but I was like, this is really it. And here I am moving back home again. So, you know, it's kind of the universe's way of being like, let's all, remember our roots. Let's all chill. Not saying that it's a good thing, but I'm trying to look for the good in the bad because obviously this is a horrible, horrible situation. No one wants to go through this, um, but you know, got to look for the good in it, right? So those are the things that I'm kind of doing to focus on me. And I think I would love to hear what you guys are doing too, because this is the perfect time to do it. We're never going to have time like this ever again, either, unless we go through another pandemic, but you know what I mean? Um, I see everybody on TikTok doing like the Chloe Ting challenges. I think Danielle's doing that right now. Things to focus on them. I honestly have been off my health grind, but I've been on the mental health grind, if you know what I mean. So I'll keep you guys updated with therapy. Um, I'm really excited. I actually didn't even tell like my parents or anything yet. I just kind of like went online and signed up and I was like, I'm going to do this for me and see how it goes. And I'm really looking forward to it. Hey, I'm Autumn Calabrese and I have a question for you. How do you do life? I might be a superstar trainer, but I'm also a boy mom, sister, daughter, friend, and entrepreneur. You might think my life is all working out and cooking healthy, delicious recipes, but trust me, there is so much more to it, and this is it. This is all of those real moments you talk about with your family and friends. Ever wonder what else life has to offer? Bring your curious appetite, and let's do life together. Subscribe now at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and PodcastOne.com.
I also just wanted to kind of reflect on one year of postgrad. Um, I think a lot of you guys also are kind of going through this alongside me. Like I know a lot of you guys are my age and you graduated college similar time than me, or maybe you could relate in some regards. Cause I think, I think this is cool stuff to talk about. Um, this past year has truly been like the best and the worst year of my life. You guys, I've had so many realizations. People are like, talk about your realizations. I guess I've mentioned some of them in this episode so far, just like the stopping of comparing yourself and your path is different and things work themselves out and whatnot. But I I think what I've also learned, I've learned a lot from like living on my own and being on my own in terms of like adulting. And I think that adulting and growing up and jobs and things like that like it's not always easy there's no like real guide to it and I think that I was expecting that like I was expecting to move out and you know just be like all right Brooke now you have to do this this and this but it's kind of like you're on your own especially if you live on your own postgrad I have a few friends that also did this Maddie also did this she moved out like completely on her own and lives alone and it is it's aggressive man because you have no roommates or anything to like bounce things back off of like it is it's pretty isolating but there's no guide to it so it's kind of like you live and you learn and I didn't even really know what I was doing in the beginning you guys I didn't know how to pay bills I paid a few bills in college like I set up the utility bill and stuff like that but I didn't really know how to set up everything you know set up everything for my first apartment and pay bills and pay my rent on time and keep up with my own apartment. You know, if I put a dish in the sink, I have to clean that dish. There's literally no other roommate, no one that's going to do it for me. And those were the harsh realizations that I kind of came to. And I, I don't think there's any podcast that will teach you how to do it. And you just have to like, these are things that you just learn. And honestly, I've just found you learn the most from doing stuff that scares you. I learned so, so much about myself and about the way I interact with others from being away from all my friends. Because I graduated from UGA. Um, Most of my friends live in Charlotte or Atlanta, I would say. I have a few friends. Uh, Actually, not really. That's really it. I don't know anybody in New York at this. uh, My friend Jesse's in New Jersey. But I don't know anybody really in the Northeast besides that. Um, But you learn so much from like starting over again. And being away from all my friends, I was forced to, you know, put myself out there again and try again and whatever. And there's no better time, in my opinion, to do it than post-grad, you guys. So if you're like, you just graduated college and you're like, I don't know what to do with my life, Brooke. Like, what should I do? Take a freaking risk, you guys, when this world is normal again, of course. But move somewhere new. This is the time to do it. You know, you just graduated from four years of, you know, learning and growth and personal growth and like you know switch it up try a new city that maybe you'll be the only one there but it's it challenges you and it pushes you in so many different ways and you'll meet so many cool people and like you'll experience so much life I'm honestly just so thankful for this past year for teaching me so much and honestly, I, I wasn't ready to move to New York right away. That was like my goal. I was like, I'm going to move to NYC and like live with my friends and live it up. And then, you know, the cards were kind of dealt the way that they were for me and through my own doing, obviously. Like no one like put a gun to my head and was like, you have to take this job. Like that was all my own doing. Uh, but I think I needed to learn these lessons that I learned in this past year. I kind of wanted to do a video. I never ended up doing it. Like the 22 things I learned at 22 or whatever because I'm 23 now but you know getting my heart broken many times um I never talked about this breaking other people's hearts that was it was only one (laughs) I'm like all of the people I broke their hearts no it was only one time but that was really one of the most difficult things that I've ever had to go through like actually talking to someone and like 
I don't want to get too into it because I don't want to whatever we're like on the road to recovery now, but like a very close friend and it, you know, totally from my actions of pursuing someone else, I like really ended up hurting this person's feelings and it permanently damaged our friendship forever. And, you know, we're on the way back now. We spoke and it just makes me feel so much better repairing damaged relationships because it makes me sleep easier at night like honestly as tragic as that sounds I don't like being able I don't like resting my head knowing that I hurt someone's feelings or that I did something wrong I'm one of those people that like I just not that I want everyone to like me but especially the key people in my life like the most some of my closest friends I wouldn't I would never want them to be like oh Brooke sucks or Brooke like hurt my feelings or you know so and I think that that's another thing I've learned too is that you it's never too late to go back and like fix something you know if you feel called to apologize to someone or if you feel called to like something's really weighing on your mind and on your heart reach out to someone it really means more than you know and that's kind of like what happened in this case um it was kind of like a mutual thing and it really just makes me so much happier just even though we, we don't live in the same city now and we probably never will again just knowing that i can rest easy knowing that like we're okay and all is forgiven like it makes me feel a lot better I guess so yeah that happened um because I I know I feel like I always am like out here like I got my heart broken but like it's not always like that you guys I'm strong sometimes okay I really am wait let me find I'm on my iPad right now actually from oh here um yeah so I'm not perfect gaining friends losing friends holy crap (laughs) well I gained a ton of friends from work and I think I do this thing too in relationships I just go all in too fast and I think everybody's my best friend. And I remember I got a comment one time that was like, Brooke, stop referring to all these people as your friends. You've known them for like three weeks. And I was so insulted. I was like, they are my friends. Like I was like so hurt by it. I was literally personally offended. And it's so true. I just do this thing where I I welcome people way too deep into my life way too quickly. So just know that you got to put up some sort of wall. You can't just like let everybody in. But at the same time, I learned so much from, you know, the fluidity, I guess, of those friendships, like letting people in, letting people out. They came back. They, some of them didn't. Some of them will truly be forever friends and some of them truly won't be. And I don't want to associate Boston also with like the loss or gaining of these friends. And I, I, I guess I've done that kind of on YouTube too. I'll be like, I don't think Boston's my city. And people are like, I'm from Boston and that's offensive. Like it's everybody's experience in every city is different. It's just like how people, you know, move to New York and they're like, New York is the worst place ever. It's like, okay, that's your opinion of it, you know? And I'm not out here. Like Boston's literally the most beautiful city. So clean, so perfect. So just a great, great city. So it's just my personal experience there. So I just want to clarify that. And it really was a great year overall. Um, Yeah. And honestly, just experiencing truly being on my own. Yeah. The gaining and losing friends is hard. It's really hard. And I think Danielle and I talk about like friendship breakups sometimes. And I didn't even necessarily go through like friendship breakups, but just, you know, you get distant with people and then some people don't come back and some people do come back. And I've done that thing too, where I like, then I'll see people a few months later. And I'll be like, yo, what happened? They're like, what do you mean? Like, we're still good. Like, I'll always still love you. I've had many friends say that, that I like friends that I felt like I was so close with like last fall. And then I saw them recently and they're like, or they'll text me and be like, hey, like I saw this ad of you on Facebook or whatever. And I'll, I, it makes me so happy because I'm like, wow, they don't hate me. And it's not because they hate me or whatever it is. It's just because of, I don't know. I, 
I, I think I'm just too hard on myself, too critical of like me and like maintaining friendships and stuff like that. And I've never been the person to like text people and check in and be like, hey, just checking in. Like, how are you doing this week? Like, I'm not that kind of friend. I'm kind of just like a more passive friend anyways. And if you want to be like my like, I just consider people that are in everyone that's in my life. I'm like, yeah, we're all friends. But I guess maybe not everybody else sees it that way on the other end. But yeah, experiencing truly being on my own in a city where I really didn't know anybody. I knew like friends from YouTube. Obviously, everybody says that like you knew Gretchen and Maggie and like stuff like that. And I definitely did. But at the same time, and then I got to know Arlen and Emma and all these people so much better. But at the same time, you guys, I really didn't know that many people in Boston. Like I was really, truly on my own. I just like took a random job. I lived by myself. Like that is such a risk. But I, I'm just random and I do random stuff like that, I guess. Um, and this one year... That one year of post-grad, I don't know if it's like this for everybody. I think it is though because I've talked to friends about this. Friends, LOL. Actual friends, not just like three-week friends, okay? Um, and this one year has truly had so much happen. Like I would say it was like equivalent to like two or three years of college just because you experience so much of being on your own and not having to go to class and having to adjust to a new working schedule and making your own money and managing your own money, managing your own apartment, managing your own life. And, you know... It's not as easy to call mommy and daddy. I mean, of course, I still do. I call them and be like, I had a horrible day. I still do it. But it's just different than college. It's It, it, it hits diff, I will say, especially when you're out completely on your own. So if I could give you guys any advice, if you guys are about to experience this year uh, or even just any advice for anybody, I would say journal, take photos and capture the memories, the people, the highs and the lows, because I love how I can go back. I have my journal and I didn't even journal that often. But even if I did it once a month, I could look back on my entries and like what I was stressed about, who was in my life, the photos. I love I like refuse to delete Snapchat because of this because I love the Snapchat memories feature that I can look back and like go to like, you know, August of 2019 and look and half the people I'm not friends with anymore, but you know what I mean? Like it's, it, it's cool to me that I'm able to access that. Zen B veggie bites and veggie sticks are plant-based, organic, a good source of fiber, gluten-free, non-GMO, and contain no artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. You guys, these are like really clean, healthy veggie snacks that you can enjoy and not feel guilty about. And they're delicious. Okay. So Zen B veggie sticks offer a good source of fiber and a satisfying vegetable first snack. These are like the perfect balance, you guys, of chewy and crunchy. The sticks are seriously the cure for the on the go cravings. So if you guys are on the go, we love a get on the go. These are going to be the ultimate snack to pack when we have to start traveling again. Um, obviously you guys know Danielle and I are always traveling. So these are great to kind of like throw in your purse bag, whatever. Um, they have ones that are like more specifically just all different kinds. I really like the beet sticks and the corn sticks are really good. So you guys have got to try these. They're simply delicious with the range of veggie first flavors and a blend of fruits, nuts, and spices. Each one is uniquely tasty snack. That's not too sweet. And the best part is that they will be delivered right to your door. You can't find veggie first snacks like these in any stores. So in times like these, it's more convenient than ever. So you guys can visit zenbee.com dot com slash gals. That's Z-E-N-B dot com slash gals to get 30% off any product and get a free trial. Yes, a free trial today. Terms and conditions apply. What a wild ride this first year of postgrad truly was. Um, but it's reflecting on it is fun and it brings me joy and like I said it's so important to settle those relationships I think too you know if you've had anything like that. And I've had those even in college where I've had like semi falling outs with people or people that I used to be really close with. We're not close anymore. And I like do want to reach out to them now because I realize how special it is to like 
just say that you're thinking of someone and honestly or i have that with even with people from high school there are many people from high school that i can think of i still have my really good group of we call ourselves like the original eight (laughs) because we're like children um but those are like my eight it's seven me plus seven of them and like we always are writing in our group chat snapchat you know like they're like my crew but there were many more of us i guess in high school or even just more friends that i had along the way and i've recently i haven't reached out to anybody but i really want to reach out to some people and just be like hey like i just wanted to let you know like i i'm thinking about like i've been thinking about you and like our memories and i had someone add me on linkedin like an old friend from high school and i was like wow i genuinely haven't thought about this person like two or three years but looking back on five six years ago and they we used to like like this person went on a vacation with me and my family like they were so important in my life which is so crazy to think about so cherish those relationships especially when there's no official falling out like there was no fight or anything it's just like distance and like timing and things like that you know sometimes bringing old people back into your life could be a good thing and sometimes it just takes a simple reach out to be like hey like i was just like thinking about our old times and like i i miss us i miss us before like all the drama and the bs and like whatever so that's another thing that i've learned the value of relationships especially like special ones you know but postgrad is wild i don't know what it's going to be like for all of you guys that are postgrad now cuz who knows how long we'll be in this situation i know like my old job role they're like pushing that start date back like i started my old job like june 22nd of 2019 i think for some reason that day rings a bell for me um i don't know what it's going to be like for all of you guys that are starting jobs now i would love to hear are you starting virtually are you pushed back I don't know what I really don't even know what the job market looks like these days. Um, I'm so thankful for doing me and just know that if you are sitting home, you know, in this weird time, do something for you. Start the fitness challenges, start a little business, start an Instagram page, start an Instagram shop. I love supporting your small businesses. You guys are freaking killing it. Reach out to people and offer to, you know, give them free marketing services and grow your resume if you're a marketing major or something like that. Or if you're not a marketing major, like whatever it is for your path, you know, learning and growing during this time I think is so important. And yeah, I'm excited for all of you guys that are graduating. Congrats. I'm sorry that you had to go through graduation in this way. It's definitely not not that cool, but I think we're all affected in one way or another. I think the people who are going back to college in the fall are nervous too. They're like, oh my gosh, will I be going back? Because I know California State just, uh, like the state universities just said that they're online in the fall. Is that going to be the whole country? I don't mean to scare everybody, but like I know my brother's thinking about it because he's supposed to be starting college in the fall. And he's like, oh my gosh, am I going to be home? So just know that it's unprecedented times for everybody and we're all doing our part to do whatever. So, you know, by you not going out and partying and stuff like that, like you, while you may feel FOMO, I know I feel that, like I said, when I go on Snapchat and I see all these people in other states where maybe they are allowed to go out, you know, that's okay. It's okay to feel FOMO. It's okay to feel jealous. It's okay to not feel jealous. It's okay to feel your feelings however the heck they are. I remember in the beginning, I was feeling so fine. And people were like, how are you How are you doing like so fine right now? Like, it's weird to me that you're okay with all this. And I was like, what do you mean? It's just like a forced break. And then, you know, it hits you. And then you have a good week. And then you have a bad week. So just know that everything's okay. It's all fine. Um, And I hope that you guys have the most amazing week ever. I hope this gave you like a little bit of an insight on like the moving situation. So moving out, going to put my stuff in storage, but moving home basically is the long story short. 
post-grad, most wild year of my life so far, highs, lows, and good stories. I can't wait to like tell my kids the stories of this past year and be like, holy crap, or even like play my podcast for them because I have some wild episodes I feel like in here where I just tell crazy stories. Um, Wow. I don't know why I keep talking about kids. Like I'm not having a kid anytime soon, but I always think about that. Um, But I think that's really it. I love you guys so, so much. Oh, please follow me on Instagram. I'm so close to 100K. If you listened all the way, you guys know you're my faves. Um, I'm, I think I'm like a few thousand away, but I, 100K is a big number. I really want to do that balloon photo shoot. You guys, please just grant me the grace to do that. I am that basic. <laughs> okay, but I think that's really it for this episode. I love you guys so much. And we'll talk to you next week when we're back with Danielle. Bye, guys.